Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. Dude, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo across now eight. This is gonna be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are back at it again. We got Pete back with your boy Chris. And yeah, we're gonna do a turkey day episode. I don't late, know, we call huh? <laughs> Yeah, a few days late. I think we're doing like a Cyber Monday episode. My sister actually celebrated Thanksgiving on Friday, and I thought she was weird. That is weird. <laughs> I hope you berated her. Yeah, and just like we're going to do on this podcast, we are going to berate each other with this, I guess, because something I did want to talk about was just kind of this almost state of wargaming. I mean, there's I've been talking to a lot of people, and it it's just kind of a weird moment just to be a war gamer as this is all going on. So we're just going to kind of talk about like what we think about certain tabletop games, uh, specifically the ones we're playing, but also just kind of like motivation behind gaming. Like, I I don't know about you, Chris, but I've definitely felt like I've been in a rut as far as like painting and gaming. And I I just haven't had a lot of it going on in my life. Well, you have had some changes in your life recently. I mean, that was like October though. I mean, that that should have been gone in past. (laughs) Yeah, it's done and path. Got to move on. I'm just saying, like, when people go through life changes, a lot of times there's, like, a rebalancing and a shifting of, like, <laughs> where their time... Like, I mean, for example, I, I have tons of friends that over the years, they've done jujitsu, and the death of jujitsu is them getting a girlfriend, right? And, 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 it's not, and it's not that they don't still want to do jujitsu, it's just that they have to restructure and refigure out how they're going to delegate their time and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of other circuits. So obviously there's life changes in the holidays. I also think slow down just war gaming in general. So like Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, I feel like January is kind of where a lot of times it'll reset for nerds to really kind of start gaming again. I don't know if you have that same kind of mentality there. Um, Sure. <laughs> I, I, I think nerds set New Year's resolutions as well, right? Like, so, hey, I want to get more game, games in this year than I did last year, that sort of thing. So I th- I'm sure that happens. And yeah, I'm sure that family members will have freakouts if you spend your holiday time down at the nerd store. So yeah, right. I wouldn't be surprised if, yeah, the holidays slow down that way too. Yeah, and that's kind of, well, see, that's kind of the other problem, right? I mean, there are some states and some countries where you can't even go into a game store to get a game. So I think that's also another reason why I I feel like I've been in a lull also because since we can't really game as much as we want to at our local game store, I feel like that's where a lot of my motivation as a gamer comes. Like I I feel like that I really get my motivation to paint and get my motivation to list build for like Thursday night at the store or, you know, Saturday night at the store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, but people should be safe. I think that, Speaking for us fat guys, like we should be aware that we don't catch COVID. 
Yeah. And that, that's kind of what I'm saying is like a lot of stores are doing the right thing and they're either, you know, not open to gaming or it's very restricted. But I'm saying that is an attribute, I think, to why I haven't been painting as much and why I haven't been uh, obviously playing as much. And it, it's just it's one of those things that I think is impacting the uh, tabletop community in general. Like people are asking for online games, but I don't know about you. I don't really want to play an online game. I don't want to get on, you know, tabletop simulator or. Uh, or, or anything vassal or anything else to play a game because that seems more of a chore than a hobby for me. I think you know how I feel about that matter. Always been against having to do online gaming. <laughs> well, because it defeats the purpose, right? Like I like painting the figures, putting them on the table and getting the visual out of it. I don't want to do it just because I want to stay up on tactics and stuff, you know? Well, but you do have to stay up on tactics. I mean, like, come on, you can't just let your game go to shit. I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's gone that way, though. Like, some people will say something online, and I'll read it. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember how to play that game back in the day. Well, also, don't <laughs> beat yourself up again about the fact that I kicked your ass the last time we played. So I think that the podcast world needs to know that. Yeah, I mean, that was cool. We did a little demo game, right? We went to the store, and we were able to get a little table for a demo. Yep, we're both pretending like we're trying to know how to play uh, Infinity. <laughs> Like, I'm going to run around this corner. Well, I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to shoot you in the face. Well, shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and that was fun. I mean, you played your, uh, I don't know what the hell they're called. They're nomads. Come on, man. Get it together. And then, yeah, I I played my, my, you know, Tartary models. And turns out that my guys aren't as armored as your dudes. So they kind of got shot up a little bit. Yeah, and I know how to calculate how much I need to roll on things now. Yay! Yeah, and so just after doing that, I mean, do you feel you got a better handle on at least the Infinity Tactics? Yeah, so I think that I made an error, and this is probably just a good lesson for people in general, where because Infinity has all sorts of different numbers and calculations that you're looking at, um, there were a lot of times where I'd play with people that were more experienced, and they just knew or could calculate right off the top of their head exactly what they were supposed to be rolling or what I need to be rolling. And I let, I let them kind of do that calculation, right? Like they were faster than me taking the time to look at the sheet and all of that stuff. And so they were like, you need a 13. (laughs) Yeah. And so I'd be like, all right, well roll a fucking 13. Um, but I think that I definitely enjoy games more when I'm able to make those calculations myself. Like it, 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 actively makes me more involved even though it takes a little bit more time and so i think that going through the process of like doing your homework and really understanding how to play the game uh just benefits your enjoyment factor and i think that's a good reminder i I think there are two modes like you do want to play the game with somebody who's experienced that way they can they can tell you how a rule actually works or how something actually interacts on the table. But I agree when you play with somebody who's also new, it makes you both kind of like question things. It makes you kind of like tally up kind of what you need on those rules specifically. Also rules just like, Oh, well let's look that up and then look it up and figure it out. So I, I, I do agree that that was very helpful for me as well because I was able to, Uh, calculate everything and also kind of look up some rules that we weren't sure about. So that was definitely helpful to kind of just have newbies going at it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Noob, noob battle. 
that's something that I think that's kind of what I'm missing though with the tabletop environment. Like just, and it's, once again, it's just the environment we're in with the pandemic where you just, you don't get as much store time because they can't have that many people in that close proximity to each other. So it, it, it is really impacting the community though. There's a lot of people playing a crisis protocol on Sundays at our store, but even then it's not a big group because you can't have a big group together. So it's hard to grow a game when, you know, you can only have two games going on at a time. Yeah. So I think that this, there's only one solution and that's that some people need to die for gaming. They need to what? Die for gaming. We need to sacrifice some people for the greater good of tabletop. Yeah. To to like corn or whoever is the patron God of tabletop games. Blood for the blood God. Yeah. blood, (laughs) Blood God. Now we have to now we have to decide if we're going to keep this in the podcast or if people are going to get too offended. I mean, they can get offended. That's fine. Ah, um, okay. States' rights. If if your state wants to, you know, open up stores and slam forty people in there, that's up to them. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, I tell you what, there are there is a local game store in our area who I know for a fact is way looser on like restrictions for COVID. And to me, I'm like, you want to if people want to risk it, that's that's their prerogative. I mean, nobody's forcing them to go in there and play the games. And then we have another store owner, the one that we go to where, you know, he's more like, well, I'll let, you know, this amount of people in, but you got to have masks and I have plexiglass up and all this stuff. And it's, it's fine, but it's just, it's tough for growing a community when you can only have two games going at the same time. And people are like, well, I don't want to wear a fucking mask for an hour or two. So this is kind of annoying. And I mean, you're, you're not a huge mask guy either there, Chris. I probably wear a mask more than anybody else in the group. Yeah, n- now, right? Well, no, I, I've always worn a mask, but I mean, just the nature. No, you didn't. You no, know, I did. <laughs> um, the, just the nature you of were, the nature of my. You were talking about boycotting that one bookstore because they made you wear a mask. Oh well, no. See, okay, let me explain. Part <laughs> of like me talking sh- when I talk shit on masks was because. I was pissed about how we were lied to at first about oh, okay. like you remember when like they needed all the PPE oh, yeah. for like everybody that was like yeah, they're like masks don't work don't wear them yeah right and I was like well this seems like some horse shit and so then when they changed their mind I was like okay well then I guess they don't work like so part of it was just me like throwing it back in their faces but just being an asshole yeah but more importantly <laughs> um I so for work I visit like. 20 different shops a day so like i'm all over the place so like i've thought about it i'm just like i could be the super spreader if i wanted to maybe i should wear a mask so i don't kill half of south carolina yeah right right so um so yeah i like i was talking with uh russ and and nick and they're always talking about like wearing masks and you know covid and stuff and we argue about it um but uh, in the end, I'm like, well, wait a second. I wear a mask more in my daily life than you guys do who work at home. So <laughs> I'm really the one carrying the mask weight here. Yeah, you're like the champion of the masks now. I, I guess. I Yeah. Well, I'm at least like putting my money where my mouth is, so to speak, or a mask where yeah, my I, mouth is. And honestly, it's one of those things, and I can speak to this kind of like just for nerds in general, because... I I don't know how many people follow us on Twitter and how many people you'll check stuff out or talk to you or I, but generally speaking is like, we try to leave the podcast pretty 
non-political, non-current events type thing, because we want to focus on wargaming, right? That's what the podcast is designed to do. We aren't a political podcast. We aren't trying to stand on any soapboxes here except for wargaming. And that's just kind of one of the things, though, where it's like, in my opinion, it's like masks, whatever the science says or whether they work or don't work, I don't care. It's a little piece of cloth on your face. If it makes people feel more comfortable, just wear the masks while you game. It's not a huge deal. If you're going to be playing a game, you know, in a store, it's like just wear a mask. I mean, I go, I've gone to a store where they don't require masks and I still slap them on. It's, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I, as far as like that kind of stuff goes and like, the fact that we don't like talk politics stuff, I just kind of view it as like it, it's just an element of like our lives these days. Yeah, right? now like, it so, is, right? so now it's it, like separate apart from like a political statement or something. Like, yeah, considering like what the rules are in this shop that you go to, right? And you know, uh, for example, I I don't think that I'd really want to do a tournament like for hours. And have to wear a mask for hours at a time. I don't think it, it actually wasn't. It actually wasn't that bad. We we went to that tournament in September in uh, Georgia, and they they required masks for the event. And I I thought it would kind of be annoying wearing it most of the day while we were gaming. But it, as long as you have one that you're comfortable with, it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, you just go outside, you know, you kind of take it off while you went to the car or whatever to drop some stuff off, and then you'd put it back on when you went in the store. So. Uh, it really wasn't that bad. I was kind of actually surprised how it didn't it didn't bother me wearing the mask I was wearing while I played in a. I mean, it must have been at least a six hour tournament. See, and when we did the God Tier event, I felt yeah. like because that was three rounds, and I felt like wearing a mask the whole time, like and having like something pulling on my ears and stuff. I felt like I was starting to get kind of a headache. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know that I'd want to do a big tournament. Um, and wear a mask for that extended period of time, I'd, I'd probably yeah. just forego the tournament at, at the moment. Yeah, I know I'm actually going to talk to our local game store owner because I, I am going to ask him about whether he's going to, because he changed his hours back uh, just instead of being open till 10, which is normal for a game store, I think, on the weekdays. He, he moved it back to closing at 8. And... It's like, I got, I'm got i actually going to have a conversation because I'm like, dude, I want to play games at your store on a weeknight, but I get out of work at six, man. It's like, yeah, like you're closing down the playing area by 730. I mean, I can't get a full game in at that time. So it, it, it's just one of those things where I think people got to work with their game store uh, because whether I, I don't care what you think about the pandemic in store gameplay is how you're going to enjoy the hobby online stuff just talking over text message it's not the same i i think there are probably a lot of people that are moving just into their homes yeah i I would guess i know i know that a lot of a lot of the gaming that we've put together has been uh, your magic group for instance uh is just at people's homes yeah so yeah and and it's it's safer because because I mean, because you can control your bubble. Yeah, because I work from home. Our buddies work from home. I mean, I work all over South Carolina. Yeah, that's why we don't invite Chris. No, you (laughs) don't invite me because I know that magic sucks. That's fair. But (laughs) man, I'm really I'm really alienating people from the podcast today. (laughs) 
I mean, listen, there's probably a bunch of people on this podcast who actually hate Magic the Gathering oh, I'm for sure. a lot of reasons. So I'm sure. I don't think I don't think you're even the people that like Magic, like I like Magic just as a commander player, which you don't know what that means, but it's a format. And I can tell you that there's a lot of things about Magic that I don't like. And, you know, we've had to kind of house rule a couple of things because we're like, no, we don't want that in our play group because magic can be abusive as hell. <laughs> well, for those people that are listening that hate magic, I will be your champion. There you go. Yeah, and I think it is just safer, right? Because you can go, I know that my buddies are being, you know, not idiots. I can play games with them at my house. And that makes me question even further, like how are these game stores staying open, man? I don't even know. Like our our buddy just opened up a second location and I'm like, dude, that's ballsy. I don't know how you're doing that. Yeah, I don't know. That'd because be look, at, I mean, I mean, look at how many people are not in the store compared to pre-pandemic, right? I'm mean, like, I don't know where your cash flow is coming from when you don't have people in the store doing those impulse buys as they play. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would imagine that he's probably going to have a lot of uh, business just with the holidays. You know, like yeah, the people I mean, just coming I mean, in to buy maybe. board games for their family members and stuff. Maybe. I, I don't I know. I, and I, just, I, I hope I, instead I, of instead of on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, I, do you think that almost all these local game stores have to pivot onto this digital market just because of the situation that we're all in? Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I think Jeff Bezos did all this shit. So just so that, <laughs> that people I'm on record and in case I go missing, like, you know where to look. That way Amazon makes you disappear. Yeah, Amazon might make me disappear. But like, hey, if you can get everyone locked in their house and they're afraid to go to the store, uh, that's great for Amazon. And then if you can, like, start some race riots that, like, burn down brick and mortar businesses. So, again, Amazon. And that's some tinfoil hats. And. Right there. Who else could deliver all of the bricks around the country that got thrown through those windows? Amazon's delivery service. That's a fair point. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is me. This is me using facts. Man, yeah, this podcast really... is really going like straight Alex Jones shit right now. <laughs> I mean, we do have, you know, that that same type of vein in our podcast. So, I mean, it's probably people wouldn't be surprised. I think if someone made that analogy because <laughs> we rage out. Yeah, that's right. I was, I was like, I'm unbuttoning my shirt. You know, I'm we, gonna... <laughs> we just don't have video of us turning red and going ballistic. You know, we, we could start doing video. We, won't. we could be like, we will not. We could get Chris a webcam. I already have one, and I don't. <laughs> I I I don't want a webcam on me. Plus, Chris, like I don't want to. Nobody wants to see me doing a podcast in my underwear like I usually do. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. TMI, baby. TMI. <laughs> I am really worried about these brick and mortar stores, though, because oh, for sure, it, they I mean, they weren't ever really making a crap ton of money anyways, you know, so I'm just like, man, I, I hope that the online business is good because, you know, when we can go full blown back into the store playing games, I want it to still be there, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Well, because the, here's the thing I can play and I, I came into this problem with Malifaux. I've been playing a lot of Malifaux with, with our buddy, Chris, and I won't say his last name, um, Why? but I, I don't know. I just don't want to use his last name on the podcast. It's not you. It's the other Chris. So oh, you mean, I've been playing. You a, mean Chris Leopard? Okay. Now I got to edit that out. Jerk. 
Thanks for that. I was just going to let this one go. But I think he would be fine with us saying his name. Probably. I mean, Chris doesn't even listen to the podcast, I think, but that's fine. <laughs> Anyways, so I've been playing. I played a lot of Malifaux Leopard. I'll just, sure, why not? And then, <laughs> and you play the game over and over with the same group of people. And in this case, in Malifaux, I pretty much was just playing solely with, you know, this person. And it's it was fine, but the fact is sometimes you just want to play against different people. And that's the problem with playing with just your friends is, yeah, you play the, your friends and it's fun, but you do just want to play against random people that do different things and you get a different outcome. And I think that's kind of my hang up right now is like I'm playing that with Chris. I'm playing Infinity with you and Clay. Uh, I might start. Play- I think Crisis Protocol is the only one that I might start playing where I can get different people, just because I think that's the biggest game in our local kind well, of game store right now. But wait a second, we're both learning Infinity, so I know you're not getting bored with playing against me in. I'm not that just because like just I haven't that. locked into like my play set yet, right? Like yeah, right. If if somebody now <laughs> I could understand if like we were still playing War Machine and you were like Chris. It's been years. I'm fucking bored with you playing Butcher Three. Don't want, don't want to play you and your stupid Butcher. <laughs> I don't even know why you didn't like the other Butcher. Like Butcher One was a ton of fun. No, Butcher One is too much of a support caster. So, like, oh, if you, you look, want, like, you want the man to go out and get it. Yeah, yeah. If you look, like, they progress. Like Butcher One is like captaining his forces, right? Butcher Two is a little bit more balanced between the two. Butcher Three is like, fine, I'll do it myself. Like just, just straight clear up the, Thanos. Clear the path. Yeah. Clear the path, boys. Well, he'll clear the path himself. So Yeah. Well, I also think you like Butcher Three because he had the dogs. Uh, yes, I do like that too. <laughs> oh man. Like so, me, he has two I, dogs. Yeah, I just it, it's kind of one of those weird things where I would just tell people to make sure you continue to keep your, your stores open. And you know, I I told our local game store owner. I, I ordered that infinity box and I think he was charged like the box I could get online for somewhere like 75 bucks maybe. Mm-hmm. And he was, he had it, you know, being sold for like 90 something. Like, and I was like, that's fine, man. I'll, I'll pay the extra. That's cool. Don't worry. I mean, I don't mind spending an extra 15 bucks or whatever to help out the game store. Yeah. So I, I think as nerds, we just need to make sure that yes, deals are good, but you also got to, pay a little extra to help support your local game store. Otherwise you're not going to have anywhere to play. You're just going to be playing in your basement with your, you know, trollish friends. Yeah. And then your parents yelling down at you. Billy, turn off the TV. We're playing games. Well, get out. <laughs> Man, we just throw all of the like negative stereotypes we, in there. Hey, listen, we know, we know what we are. <laughs> we know what we are. It's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta accept it. You gotta own it and, you know, just accept what you are. It's like, you're a big hairy nerd that likes to game. That's cool, man. Own up to it. <laughs> I didn't know I'd be defined as hairy, but thanks a lot. <laughs> man, I tell you, like, got the, got the Neanderthal hands with the hair coming over it. <laughs> gotta comb your wrist. <laughs> and then your comb over. <laughs> man, I, I tell you what. I, about another 10 years, I think I'm going to be coming over a big corner right here, but that's just me. <laughs> Man. <laughs> so that, that was kind of one of my big concerns coming into this was just thinking about, okay, how are we going to keep gaming? And I actually kind of started looking at like some company numbers because 
a lot of these companies got to stay afloat during this time too. And I was looking at actually like how much money these different game companies bring in. Mm -hmm. And I was that, I was actually surprised with a couple of them, like how low they are. Like they're not huge. Like for example, weird is not a huge company, right? Yeah. So that that's a company where it's like, man, if that's not supported for like, like any period of time that could close their doors real quick. Man. So you were like looking over all the financials. I was because I was like, man, who's making money like out of all these uh, nerd companies, all these tabletop and board game companies. So what GW? I mean, GW is pretty much at the top here. I, I, I mean, I'll tell you this. If ever there was a year where I think that like scrapping games and trying to like relaunch with new brands was not the year to do it. It was this year. And so in a way, I feel bad for Privateer Press. I p- feel bad for Steamforged. Um, trying to yeah. like revamp these their their systems and all that. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you think about it; they just decided to cut, and that's why I don't understand it. It's like they decide to cut loose pretty much um, Guild Ball, and then you have Privateer Press, who's pretty much like, ah, we're gonna go from War Machine to this, and it's like, man, this is a ballsy time to do something like that. It's like. You're wanting people to spend their money, which is possibly lower because of the pandemic possibly, and jobs like and tightening the belt. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just being kind here, and but and you're expecting them to put their money that maybe cinched down and invested into a game that they don't know if it's good or not. That's a ballsy move. I mean, you better hope that game is tight because if it's not, you're gonna end up like Rune Wars, man, where your game just sucks. Why you got to bash Rune Wars like that? Did you try Rune Wars? Nope. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> terrible, man. Like Charles Barkley, terrible. <laughs> Why was Rune Wars so terrible? So it, it was it was tray movement, right? So you had your models on trays, mm-hmm. and it was fantasy-based. So it kind of had like this Warhammer fantasy element to it, but it also had like these X-Wing maneuver dials, Okay. And it was just, it was a really weird game. It was clunky. It didn't play good. It was just, it was a bad game. And they pushed it out. Like, so I feel like they pushed it out too quick. It seemed like an, a half-ass finished game. Well, no offense to whoever worked on that. If they're I listening, no, no one jumped on that in our area, despite the fact that Evan tried I, to hype it I, all up. Evan tried to, there was a few people that tried it and Jacob got a whole crap ton of it. Dude, that was like the most dirty anyone ever did Jacob. Yeah. Getting Jacob pumped up on fucking Rune Wars. Yeah, man. I, I tell you what, got our local area, got a guy trying to push X-Wing. I don't know if you're interested in X-Wing, but it's there. I'm not going to do X-Wing. No fucking way. No. Yeah. I, I just. You have no interest in that? Yeah, it, it, there's a couple reasons why I don't have interest in it. And they may be things that are fixed, but like anybody that's tried to do their player base where they made them like buy all the fucking ships to get the cards and all that stuff, I just don't trust that. Yeah. Also, do they have a free app? Like, let's let's get more free apps going. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you remember how surprised I was when you told me that Steamforged has like free rules, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, like, do you remember? Me yeah, being you, shocked? you were. Yeah, because we had to pay for the what's it called app, the War Room app for, um, and you had to buy your faction cards. Yeah. So if I wanted all the factions, I had to buy all the cards. Yeah. 
Yep, that was uh, that was fucking rough. Yeah, and I think if a company, if you're not doing that, then you're behind the times. I think most companies are moving that direction. Yeah, that well, you shouldn't want to make your money on the accessories. You should want to make your money, like make the accessories easy and then make your money selling models and getting more people into it. Like, Well, it's en- a cash grab though because it, rules and cards and stuff are a cash grab because it's something that you can... It, basically, you can put minimal time and effort into producing them, and then you can get mu- you know X return from selling them. So, I mean, I understand why they do it, but I think people got smart to it being a scam. Yeah, it, 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 well, it's short sighted, right? Like, it, yeah, it's like you know, putting together a box that you know has a good guy and bad guy from Marvel in it, so that yeah. you have to buy more boxes. I have yeah. not forgotten what they did. <laughs> you have not? No. Like an elephant. Yeah, and I got to give it to Steamforge. They got a lot of new games that are coming out, and I'm like, I don't know who's going to buy these things, but good luck to you. Uh, well, I don't obviously know. Obviously, you. You're going to buy them. Uh, what? I don't <laughs> plan on it, but. <laughs> you support Steamforge, Pete. Well, they got Bard Song that they're coming out with, Epic Encounters. They got this sweet Pac-Man card game. Look out. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. They what's Bard Song? Page or whatever. You haven't seen them trying to push this Bard Song thing? No, what the fuck is Bard Song? I've been intentionally ignoring it because I'm a hateful person. Okay, well, what is it? Give me a, give me the right. notes. Well, let me see if they give me... Uh... Oh, I don't want you to have to read it to me. I wanted you to just give me an organic, um, you know, experience of what it is. Uh, it seems like another board game RPG kind of thing where you fight the, in this dungeon thing and become a hero. And it's cool because it's legendary. Okay. And they have minis for it. The minis look cool because, you know, Steamforged, they put out cool minis. But in the same time, you killed Guild Ball. So I have that stuck in my heart. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, and I really, I really want the rest of the Guild Ball shit back. To be honest, it looks like it looks like D and well, and you want to know what? Maybe Steamforge is better than that. Maybe they saw the writing on the wall, and maybe there's some kind of business thing where they're looking at models being sold and miniature games being sold in other companies, and maybe they just are looking at the numbers and saying, "You want to know what? We can make more money just by doing games and minis. It's like we don't need to do these, you know." In these super rules intensive tabletop games, we can just do board games and RPG minis and call it good. Make make our money that way. I guess there is something to be said for buying a property that already has a built in fan base. Yeah, I mean, because think about it. Like, think about how much money you would spend, Chris, if they made like an east 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 and west uh, board game or something it's like east that. East of west, get it right. East in east in the west board game. That, how dare you! <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've, I just ordered the volume three, like the the end of the story of Apocalypse Year Three. I'm so but, fucking pumped. I'm gonna like gonna go back and reread all of it. But you would probably buy whatever game oh, came out for that game. Not only would I buy it, I would make you play it. <laughs> <laughs> I would go into like full on like let's recruit people into playing this game mode. Yeah, and and yeah. I've only done that a few times, and everyone that I've done it with has had a reasonable response. We we've done 
some pretty strong Song of Ice and Fire work. We've done some pretty strong Guild Ball work. And we've done some pretty strong, uh, you know, uh, God tier work over over all of these years that I've lived here. So, I mean, yes, all aboard East of West. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that's a bad business model. It just, it seems like they sacrificed the life of Guild Ball to make all these other properties live, right? It's like, well, we need to stop dumping money into this so we can focus all our efforts on these. Yeah. Have you know? Have you heard anything about like the efforts that have been made to like have, you know, fans or a buyout of Guild Ball? I mean, I've I've cut sling load with that group, man. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much like I see Guild Ball stuff being sold, and I'm like, I don't even know who's buying this stuff. So the people that are trying to stick around, and actually, um, who was it? One of the gaming battle report dudes just put out a guild ball video and i was like okay well i mean that's cool but i'm kind of curious i'm gonna look it up while we're talking here because i'm kind of curious how how many views and stuff that got but uh. yeah i mean that said if somebody's selling some shepherds i'm interested (laughs) hit chris up just send us a little private chat yeah I, i i want some shepherds I, I would play a game of guild. Like I said, I would actually play a game of guild ball if we did like a tournament here, but that's the thing. We can't throw a tournament really. Yeah, I know. Cause I'll have to be in a mask for hours. <laughs> Fucking rough. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like four people. Dude, I need to get some of that vaccine up in this right now, right up in my veins. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. It was, Oh, TNG did it. It was, uh, they did like a battle report brewers and engineers. And I was like, Oh sweet, man. That's cool. But, uh, let's see how many people watch this thing. Has there been any like Guild Ball tournament recently? Like I said, man, I mean, you know me, I'm a hateful person. <laughs> what does that have to do with you knowing about if there's been a tournament though? Cuz I'm like I see and it's bad cuz I almost see this with Steamforge, right? Where like I see something come up on Twitter with Steamforge, I'm like, do I really want to read this? I'm like, eh, skip past it, you know. <laughs> so, it's same thing with Guild Ball. I'm like, okay, why would I read about Guild Ball? I'm not interested in it Dude, right now. Dude, you know what? I think that Dave Chappelle missed out on a golden opportunity to have you at the player haters ball. Dude, I would have been there, man. <laughs> you don't got to. Hey, you don't got to tell me, man. I, I, <laughs> I hope every bad thing is where it happens to you and only to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, God bless America and nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> what movie did that come from? That was, I don't uh, remember, but I know that line. Yeah, I can't remember which movie it was, but it's it's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh man, so I I don't know, man. Um, there's there's a lot of games that I think you and I are kind of uh, looking at, but I mean, are you looking at playing Infinity? Pretty sure. Pretty yeah, much I mean, I've got all the models, and 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 I like them, right? I like the models. I like the concept of the game. The fact that it's even a little bit more simple simplified makes this a lot easier. Okay. I still don't know how yeah. I'm gonna like. I need to get to the point where when somebody passes me a list, I realize like, oh, there's something not on this list that's going to be like yeah, that, dropped onto thing. the board secretly. Like, uh, like I need to, I need to get to the point where that isn't a gotcha moment because that is going to ruin my fucking day every time. Let me ask you this, Chris. So, and maybe other new players have this problem, but okay. So I'm building my list, right? And I'm like, okay, I have these models. I don't know what my models are called, so I can't build the list. 
I'm, I'm like, wait, which one's the Bratnik or <laughs> dude? And, oh, and I'll tell you the other part that's like so fucked up is when like the models look the same, and you're like, okay, this is a, a fucking HMG, and this is a boarding shotgun, and it's like, okay, both of <laughs> these just look like fucking weapons. Like, I don't know which one is like. It's like, not like one looks like both. a shotgun. It's kind of like so. In my opinion, it's kind of like I don't know if you've seen this meme popping around. But it's a meme where it talks about the difference between like the world's, you know, different guns and then the Russian guns. Yes. I've and it's that. like, it's like, oh, this is the AK-47. This is the one that goes, you know, pew, pew, pew a little bit more. It looks like the AK-47. It's like all these guns look the same. They all look like AK-47s. <laughs> well, that's only in Russia. So I also do find uh, kind of like what you just said, where some of the weapons, I'm like, I don't even know what this weapon is. It's like, sure, <laughs> this guy has the rocket launcher, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I just know that there's going to be some problem at some point where I play a model and I think that I put on, like, whatever rifle and somebody's going to have a fucking freak out that, like, well, that's not the rifle that's on there. Actually, that's the flamethrower. And I'm like, well, fuck. I wanted it to be a rifle. Yeah, and that's my biggest problem. Like when I'm putting lists together, I'm like, wait, which models do I even have? What is this called? I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah, and I will say this as much as I like, and it's kind of counterintuitive that this is an issue. As in Infinity, as much as I like the appearance and look of the models, and I think that they have all this great detail, the reality is that a lot of the models look very similar. And it's hard to distinguish between, like, what this guy with the rounded helmet has that's different than this guy with the rounded helmet, but has slightly more peaked shoulder pads or whatever. Yeah, I was like, this guy is my lieutenant, I guess, because he's pointing at something. He looks like he's giving orders. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. And then there's some that, like, they're clearly different models, but they're all the same thing. Like, they're all... Yeah. Whatever, uh... Aguaseals or whatever. Um, and I'm like, okay, so these are all exactly the same, but these ones that look more similar to themselves are all different. Yeah, but, and I think that's like, as a gamer, obviously, that's not always the easiest thing to explain kind of while you're gaming because, you know, when we were playing Guild Ball, you could be like, oh, this is this specific special character in games like, um, Privateer Press's games of War Machine, you can be like, oh, this guy with the lance, you know, is, you know, this, you know, whatever unit, where the guys with the axes are this unit. And it was a clear difference. So I think that's something to be said. But in real life, I mean, when you're on the battlefield, which is why I like Infinity, because it's the most accurate game for like an urban warfare game, because it's very realistic to what a what a modern battlefield feels like and you're when you look at somebody coming around a corner you're not going to know what elite unit they're coming from or you know you're not going to know the difference from far away between a navy seal and just a regular american soldier but then when you you know get outflanked and effed up you're gonna be like oh crap i just got a navy seal you know effing me in the a all right well (laughs) that is one perspective on this game thank you pete I've been I've actually been reading a lot of stuff like over the Navy SEALs the last like week or two, and I've been getting kind of into it. So I, I'm I'm jonesing it right now. <laughs> okay, well, I've been listening to a lot of Jocko, a lot of Jocko, huh? Yeah, and listen to a lot of Admiral McRaven as well. 
Sure, why not? You should. Get it all. He he he's very inspiring. I'm going to start <laughs> listening to him before I go to like any sort of events and tournaments just to get myself pumped. Yeah, I, I think that Infinity is by far one of the more realistic games I've played, which is why I like it. And I'm glad they kind of dumbed down the rules a bit to kind of let the casuals like you and me in, which is always good. Yeah. The filthy casuals. And then we'll, and then we'll get into it and then we won't be casuals. Yeah, that's right. We'll act like we know what we're talking about and give bad advice. Yeah. So going off your statement, I'm just trying to figure out what my stuff is. I could give a damn about other people's stuff right now. Like, I don't even know target priority. I don't know that I'm supposed to kill that model or that model first. I'm just like, I don't even know what my stuff does. I'm still working on it. Well, you know, we're, we're in a good situation because I wouldn't be able to tell you what the target priorities are in my models. <laughs> I just liked it because I was shooting at one of your nomads with like the, your heavy infantry. And you're like, oh, well, I'm like armor four. I'm like, oh, crap, I'm shooting at you with like some Wolverine motherfuckers from, you know, Red Dawn. And <laughs> you got these commandos. Wolverines! <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, it's just it's an interesting time. And I think this is why I kind of was thinking like how I'm not playing as much and I want to get these games of Infinity in, but I can't get them in. And I want to learn the game and I learn the game by playing the game, you know, and the fact that I can't play the game as much as I want is just just frustrating as hell. Yeah, no, I get that. Hey, I have a question. Um, Are you stocking up on like any sort of tokens or things like that for black friday are there any like black friday deals that you're aware of that we should be like capitalizing on like or cyber monday i guess now we're recording this on yeah. sunday night before cyber monday by the way for everyone listening yeah there, there there were some good deals for you know pick your gaming company um and i don't know about the people that make the tokens for those games uh you'd have to check those individual retailers but I would say that usually they do. Uh, I honestly haven't looked into them as much this year because I don't have as much free cash this year with all the changes in in my life. So I just I haven't even tempted myself to look because I'm like, I can't buy anything right now. Okay, well, yeah, but I feel like I need some fucking tokens for infinity. Okay, well, I mean, Clay (laughs) is the perfect one in our group to talk about that. He'll he'll be able to give you a straight up answer. Yeah. And that's why, and once again, I I think it's important when you're looking at getting into a game and there is actually um, a good episode of, I I retweeted, um, I can't remember the guy's name, it's miniature or something, but he makes a, he does a YouTube video where he basically just goes for like 10 minutes and he talks about a topic. And one of the topics he talked about is having, realizing what kind of gamer you are, like, are you a leader or are you a follower? And whenever you have a game in your group, you need to have a person that is going to lead that game. And it's important to realize whether you're going to be the leader or follower. So luckily for us, for infinity clays, that leader, right? Like he wants to play the game. He wants to expand it. And then I know there's other games where other players are really pushing it. And I'm, I'm not really actually pushing any game right now, just because like I said, I don't have a lot of time right now to even paint. (laughs) Yeah. I always demand that other people be the leader. Because I just want to talk, sit back and talk some shit. Like, that's, like you just that's want, my goal. You want to do the thing. You don't want to order. Yeah, I don't want any stuff. responsibility whatsoever. <laughs> I just okay. want to enjoy coming and just being reckless. 
It's like, yeah, so life. you're the guy that, that somebody's like, Hey, I'm running a league. You're like, I'm in. And then you're there. Sure. Yeah. That sounds great. Give me, give me my free stuff. I'm like, man, I really want to get this community going. Pete, come to a demo. <laughs> you need to get this community going. Yeah. Are you, um, so they, in crisis protocol, they do have X-Men and stuff coming out. You got any interest in that? Not until I can just buy a simple X-Men box and I don't have to buy all those extra fucking models. I don't, I, okay, I really so don't like that they're doing that thing with like, you have to buy Wolverine and Sabretooth. You have to buy um, Beast and Mystique. Like, I, I like just so you would rather a Brotherhood just box or, a, or an X-Men box. Yes. So, so let me ask you this. Do you like it better where it's this like blisters where you get one model or do you like it better like what Guild Ball started doing with like teams? Yeah, I'm happy with either. What I don't want is to have to buy one Mortician's model and one Mason's model in a box that I'm not going to be playing together. Okay, so we're talking about X-Men. So do you just want like the good guys with the good guys, bad guys with the bad guys? Yeah, that's exactly what I want. I want to, I want a brotherhood. You don't want to mix them together. Yeah. So I want, I either want to be able to buy all the individual models that I want, or I want a brotherhood's box that has Magneto, Toad, Pyro, Sabretooth and Mystique. And then maybe an X-Men first class box that has like Gene, Cyclops, Iceman, beast and angel right like that would be perfect and then you would get the deadly genesis box or or, uh that has um you know cyclops and wolverine and nightcrawler and storm and i guess warpath even though nobody gives a fuck about warpath (laughs) so but that's one you will buy because it has colossus in it yeah and i i don't know i don't I kind of got mixed opinions about what um, Atomic Games or Atomic Mass, whatever their their company is called, because they're actually doing something where they are they they're doing something good, which they're providing a lot of product quickly. Like the game's been out like maybe a year now, right? They started kicking that box out, I think, Christmas time, and there's already a ton of miniatures out there besides the starter. So that's good because you're not going to get this dullness of like, oh, we only have, you know, 15 models in the range or we only have 20 models in the range. I mean, they're already, they have dozens of models already available where you can start picking them up from different parts of the Marvel universe. So I think that's smart, but also I'll tell you that there's a lot of people who want to buy a lot of the stuff and they feel like they're putting too much out, like they're putting too many models out and they can't keep up with it if they want to stay current with the game. So, yeah, I, I just, I know that people, I mean, because I can tell you specifically, I mean, you look at Markel in our group. I mean, he's a, a good example of a guy who he's into crisis protocol. Like he bounces around between games, but I feel like that's his game and he wants to buy everything. And he's a young enough guy where I think he can do that. But somebody like in our group, who's not a super in game like that, they're not going to be able to buy everything. And they're just like, dude, I've heard a few people say, dude, they are putting out too much. Yeah. Yeah. Man, when's the last time you put some paint on a model? 
I was just thinking, I'm like, man, when's the last time Chris cracked open the paint? Your paint's going to be fucked up. You're going to need to go in there and stir that shit up, man. And go get that, like, shaker thing that he, like... Yeah, there you go. That agitator thing. I'm like, hey, Juan, you're not using that, right? (laughs) Hook a brother up. He's not. He's up in, like, Antarctica or some shit. Oh, uh, yeah, Antarctica? No, no, no. Is that that it? Which is... No, no, he's in in the Arctic. There we go. No, no, no. Which which is the one in the south? Antarctica. Antarctica. Okay, so he's in Antarctica. Oh, he went south? I thought he was north. Yeah, that's why he's there now, because it's, like, the summertime there. Oh... So fair enough, you know, suns, it's only 30 degrees instead of, you know, whatever, dude, it got down to like 50 today. And I thought that was cold. I know. That's like freezing our balls off right now. Turn the the heat up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, it's just an interesting kind of state for gaming. Um, I, I am looking at maybe playing some crisis protocol. I'm not buying anything yet. I'm just kind of, uh, crisis protocol curious, I guess you could say. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of more leaning into infinity and Malifaux is kind of still the other game that I'm still really into just cause the models are awesome in that game. And I love the way it plays. You need to get by curious. Uh, see you, you know, my feelings on this. I know that would require me to put together some models that I have <laughs> and learn to play and learn to play. I've seen a lot of hmm. people posting stuff on it. So, I mean, people are, it, it, it's a good game apparently. And a lot, my problem is I really like good looking models and there's not much in that m- range that I'm like super into. I disagree. I think the well, models look okay, fucking awesome. Okay, but I'm, we're, well, we're two different people here. Yeah, I know, but my opinion's correct as well, I have proven so, throughout this podcast. Okay, so let me say two different <laughs> things. So, so one, I like as far as like good sculpts, like they're good sculpts, right? They look good. But as far as my style that I like painting and playing with, I'm not like, Oh sweet. Look at this, you know, rice patty peasant, man, this is going to be fun to play. (laughs) Well, what about a little girl that controls a monster gorilla? Well, I mean, I'm not a big fan of gorillas or, you know, little girls controlling them, but if that's your thing, man, go t- go for it. I'm just it. saying, like that—that's an awesome model set. What about that, like old monk that's riding the turtle? No, no, I'm not crazy about that. Or tortoise or whatever. Or what about that no. fat monk that looks like me? That—that's kind of funny. <laughs> I'll take that. That one's good. Um. Okay, so uh, yeah, I know, I know I gotta learn some shit about. So let me ask you this: Who's like the biggest, like? The biggest fish that has come over from the Gilball Pond into the Bushido Pond. Um, the guy that runs the Beard Minis podcast and YouTube channel, he's doing a lot of Bushido stuff. Okay. Um, he's kind of cool. like, I think he's kind of like me though, where like time's kind of a thing for him because he actually moved to Australia. So he's been kind of doing that big of a move and um, he's been trying to do more content, but time and stuff. So it's just kind of weird. It's kind of weird because right. There's more isolation, but it feels like less time to do hobby stuff. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Because you're trying to survive. (laughs) (laughs) Got to work your ass off. Just got to keep it. Got to get a new job or whatever it is. Yeah. I know I had to get a new job during this whole bullshit. I know it's crazy, right? All right, man. Well, is there any other, you know, drops of knowledge you want to put on the podcast before we wrap this thing up? No, I felt like this was just kind of like a round robin episode of whatever's. 
yeah, just like I said, just a little bit of state of war gaming. What's going on with the Rage Quit? What's going on with some of the games we're playing and looking at? Our thoughts. Yeah. Don't be a savage. Wear a mask if you're in public with people. Yeah, or don't. I mean, like, you know. I mean, it is America. All right, man. We'll go ahead and sign us off. They know where to find us on the YouTube, Facebook, and Twitters. Become a patron if you want to give us money for, you know, supporting us and stuff. Yep. Uh, Roll dice. Throw salt. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace.